Hallelujah. What a beautiful song. It is. It was. I love listening when Elvis sing that song. When I close my eyes, wow, what a gift. What a gift. I know uh, when Elvis movie came out at the beginning, my daughter said, Daddy, I'm going to give you some tickets. First time in Peru. And I said, well, I watched the Elvis when Kurt Russell was the one did it in the 70s, you know. But I didn't realize that was this new one was phenomenal. He moved. That's like exactly like Elvis when he was young. He did all the dance. He did all the people didn't appreciate a lot. Of, a lot of older crowd they did not appreciate it because they said that he was not. You know, he was not look like Elvis, but he was identical. What he did, he moved like. And then in the end, when he sang that song, as there's no flies, when I got excited, you know, and then my daughter was looking at me. Oh, I thought, Dad, you were singing. You know, no, I was listening. I was glowing in the chair. I like the recli like rec recliner in that chair. I feel like usually I fall asleep when you watch movie, because in my house. But that one, I did not fall asleep. I was glued in the TV. I mean, in the in the, in the screen. But I tell you, Holy Spirit, we thank you. You're welcome in this place. Have your way. Have your word this morning. You're the teacher. You're the revealer for revelation for your body. Ready to do this morning. We give you all the praise, the glory, and honor in advance. We rebuke any hindering forces of the darkness and any, any disturbance of the word of God. We rebuke that. We bind it in Jesus' name. Now we release the peace of God inside this place. We thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm going to continue as the inheritance of the promises of God by faith, not by works. I'm going to explain to you what is that the difference between it because in uh, Romans chapter 4 verse 13 when we speak about faith when we speak about the word of God it's not about what we do it's not about uh, this new covenant God dealt with uh, deal, dealing with us with covenants it was the old and the new with the old has already been fulfilled when Jesus Christ came to the earth, he said he didn't despise the law. He came to fulfill the law. Only one man fulfilled. The 100% man, 100% God, and the word from the beginning was with God, and the word was God, and the word is God. John chapter 1, verse 1. And then that word what? Became flesh. John 1, verse 14. Uh, I'm going to just give you the word became flesh. Who is the word? It's Jesus Christ. This and the word was made flesh and dwelling among us. And we behold his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father. Full of grace and truth. Why is it you will not understand? Grace and truth are one. His name is Jesus Christ. When you go any farther, 
In John chapter 1 verse 17, the law is given by Moses, by grace and truth. Where that came from? Came by the Son, the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's so exciting about this grace. Grace is that one we relied on. Grace become, became what? Become flesh. Dwell among us. And we behold this glory. And that's why when the word of God has always been representing Apostle Paul, he is the one that have the revelation of it. And he wrote that th one third of the Bible and the New Testament. Where is Apostle Paul said in Romans 10, 17, by hearing and hearing the word of God, your faith will be committed. Where is the word of God? Who is the word? His name is Jesus Christ, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. You want to see the abundance of life. And that's what in 1 Corinthians and Romans chapter 4 verse 13. That you want to have this reigning in life in Christ Jesus. You will read this word. And it is Romans chapter 4 verse 13. That it is so important to understand that we are saved by grace not of our own. And for the promise. Hallelujah. For the promise that he should be the heir. The heir of the word. What is that? Are we the heir of the word? The moment you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, you have everything in heaven in everything what God has for you. He's already purchased it. He's already have it 2,000 years ago. Everything that's in you, your DNA, is already have that God DNA in you. The moment you're born again. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to struggle about your healing. You don't have to struggle about your prosperity, your soundness, your mind. You've already been delivered. Everything already have purchased in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And, and was not to Abraham or to his seed? This one here to his seed. It is about the seed that what Jesus Christ has been purchased. It's not about the seed of the Jewish people. This is through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. This is what the promises you will receive. The inheritance of the saints. You're no longer sinners. You are a saint. You become the child of the living God. And that's why I love that song. A child, a child of the living God. Because to them that believe, to them that receive, to them give them powers to become the sons of God. Universal, this is sons and daughters. And this one in, in John chapter 1 verse 12. To them that receive, even to them that believe, to them give them power to become the son of the living God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This grace appeared to all men, to all men, to all the people in Titus 2.11. He appeared to all of you. Jesus Christ appeared to all of you. But he was, he was only 2,000 years ago. But it is the word of God. It's the spirit. It is the spirit that it is the word. When you read it, it's not just a comic book. It's not just the history. It is it's powerful. This is the very heart of God that he said grace appeared to all men. But everyone that have not received. They, God will not impose his, his 
will to you. You must receive it and you must have it and you must walk in it. You must believe in it. Not everyone is saved because this is the way, the truth, and the life. God, he is so precious. He is so lovely. He is so ever, everlasting father. And the word, he said, the word is already become flesh and dwell among us and is inside of us the moment we receive him as Lord and Savior Hallelujah. in our life. It is so evident that we are the children of the Most High God. That's why we come to church so our cup will be Will, will be overflowing with the word. Our soul, when our cup, our soul, the number one thing as a human being, you must be born again. Number two, as a born again believer, you must renew your mind with, with the word of God. Number three, and you must walk and meditate upon it. Joshua 1.8, this book of the law, shall meditate during day and night. Meditate. What is the book of the law? God's word has always been the law. It's always been the, this book of the law, the whole entire, what Jesus is like. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate during day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. This is not talking about the Ten Commandments. It's talking about the book of the Lord, the entire word of God. We read this through the lens of Jesus Christ, the finished work of Jesus Christ. According to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. Your soul needs to be saved every day with what? With the word of God. There's nothing wrong in your spirit being. Because the word said all have sinned and come short to the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is everlasting life through Jesus Christ. That's your spirit being. is being born again, brand new, renewed. It is Christ-like as he is in heaven. So are you in the earth. The word of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. Therefore if any man. If any man be in Christ. Behold he is a new creature. Behold all things are passed away. Behold all things become new. God the Holy Spirit itself will guide you. And lead you. And he will mold you. And shape you the way that he wants for you to live. And successful life. And you must listen to the word of God. Not the law of man's made. But the word of God. That is the Jesus Christ himself. Is speaking out of his mouth. In, in John chapter 4 verse 24. The true worshiper must worship him. In what? In the spirit and truth. Why is it when we speak the word of God, we are speaking spirit unto you? This is not just. See, and I ask the Lord all the time, and I said, the Holy Spirit, I want to teach today. But this is Sunday. It'll come out, evangelism out of me. I have impartation, all of us. You have impartation in the fivefold ministry. You have that impartation in the fivefold ministry. That's why you have that apostleship. It doesn't mean that you have an office and an apostle. When you give, you have an apostleship. 
Number two, you have the prophet spirit. When you put good words to the person that you really believe it, that it came out and your spirit, the spirit, the new being, then you encourage somebody, the word. That's your prophets. Number three, you have the evangelizing spirit in you. You are impartation of it. That you can see the good news. You can preach to the people, bring people to the Lord because you preach the good news, the gospel of grace, the gospel of good news. Number four, you have the pastorship, pastor spirit in you. When you bring people to wherever you. And number five, you have the, the teacher spirit in impartation. You can teach the word. It doesn't mean that you have the office of the teacher. To perfecting of the saints. But I will guarantee you. In 1 Peter 2.9. You have the royal in you. You have the kingly in you. In your spirit. You have the priesthood in you in spirit. That's why you can come to God. As a king and a priest. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. We are in this fivefold ministry. Let the Holy Spirit guide you and lead you. Ask Him. He will guide you and lead you. That's why every time when I sing that, Let me, O oh Lord, won't you lead me? I am tired and I need Thy strength and power To guide me over my darkest hour Lord, just open my eyes That I may see well, lead me, O oh Lord, won't you lead me? Hallelujah. We need the Holy Spirit. Without Him, we can't do nothing. Everything. Not natural, that's why we ask God for wisdom. Every day, ask God for wisdom. Oh, what is that different? Contrary to the scriptures already in 1 Corinthians one thirty, that you have the wisdom of God. James is telling you, in your natural mind, you need to have the wisdom of God from you, whatever bestowed upon you. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30, and he said, are you in Christ? Yes, first carbon, Christ made unto you wisdom. Your spirit being, the born-again believer, it's right here, made unto you wisdom. Number two, he made unto you righteousness. Number three, Christ made unto you holiness, with his sanctification, the same as holiness. Number four, he made, he redeemed you. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. Because you've been washed with the precious blood of Jesus. But in contrary to what James said, who even lack it among you, wish, ask wisdom. He is asking you to ask wisdom from your soul, from your thinking, from your natural thinking. That it is a supernatural wisdom. They will come over to your soul, to your mind. It is God kind of wisdom. That's what we need to preach on. To renew your mind with the things of God. The word of God said a lot of people contrary said, oh, healing is already do away with. That was 2,000 years ago. If God heals me, that's God's you know, will. If God, God's will for you, he healed you already 2,000 years ago. Your body's already been healed, made whole. Believe in it. 
that you're walking in divine health. You're going to be attacked. Jesus said, there'll be trouble here in the earth. Do not be, do not be burdened because you have the way of, he already have the way of escape. If you have been attacked with your body, his word said, Isaiah 53, 5, he was wounded for transgression, bruised for our iniquities, just as me, our peace was upon him. By his stripes, we are healed. Healed. Prison tense. First Peter 2.24 who is himself, bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we are being dead to sin, should live unto his righteousness. The righteousness of God that's in us, we live in it. The faith shall live by faith. The righteous shall live by faith. And his righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. You've been healed. You've been delivered. Scriptures, interpret the scriptures. We are in this fivefold ministry, we have to believe in the apostle, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teacher, the perfecting of the saints. That's why in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13, 11, 12, 13, he wants you to receive that. This is who God wants. You want to reign in life? You want to inherit the promises of God? Read the word. What is in you? That it has already been given to you. Everything pertaining to life and godliness has already been given unto us. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, according to his divine power, hath given us everything. According and his divine power hath given unto us all things, all things, all things, all things. I don't know about that all. When they say all in the Bible, I don't know what kind of English more we have to learn. All things that pertain unto life, unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Do I need to earn it? No. It's already been unmerited favor. Grace, the unmerited favor of God, the unearned favor of God, the undeserved favor of God. This is the love of God for us. How do we have to have access to this grace? Where is the word of God in Romans 5 verse 2? To have access by this grace. What? What kind of access are we going to use? That's what I said. Grace made. If it's not made by grace. If not been done by Jesus Christ. You cannot take it. By faith. Romans 5 verse 2. We have according. And he said. We have access unto this grace. By faith. This is the word of God. In your life. Romans chapter 5 verse 2. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This is who it is. It is already made available for you. It is every by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Where do you get the glory and virtue? Because you believe in it. The one that takes, the hand that takes is faith from grace. Grace made, faith takes. 
Hallelujah. Without him, I could do nothing. Without him, I'm being slave. See, that's, that's so powerful. Every scripture, God, it's already, it's already everything pertaining to life and godliness is already made available for you. And I want to tell you today, it is already have, you have access through this faith, through this grace by faith. The form of God that you will manifest in your life to worship the Lord. The Bible said when you worship God, in Psalm 95 verse 6 and 7, O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. The sheep of his hand. I am sure that you have heard a lot of teaching on fearing the Lord. I believe in reverential I believe you so much in reverential honor of the Lord. But I am not for any kind of teaching that promotes, promotes the idea that God wants you to be afraid of him. No. That's not what it means. I want to explain to you. The idea God wants you to be afraid of him. I thank you for this revelation. God delights in having us choose to him. God delight of having us close to him. He welcomes us to, to dwell in his sacred place. In Psalm 91, number one, he that dwell in the trick, secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say unto the Lord, I will say unto the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Hallelujah. He delights. He wants us to be close to him. This is what the word of God is. He will come us to dwell in a secret place to be so close to him that we come under his wings, his shadow. These are all pictures of the intimacy with you and Jesus Christ. Intimacy, relationship to God, one-on-one. -on -one. No one can bring you to the Lord. No one can get you to heaven. No one can pray you to get to heaven. It is you and God. One and one. In your spirit being. This is who he is. It's so powerful. That it is. So important to understand. This is all picture of intimacy. If any relationship. Fear and intimacy cannot coexist. If you fear God today, brother and sister, if you fear God today, you won't be able to believe him. For his protection, that is why it is too important for you to be strong and established in his grace. Grace is already been given to you, Second Corinthians. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Grace be multiplied unto you every day, daily in your life. 
Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. You have to be established in this grace. The author of the book of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain that mercy and find grace to help of time of need. Let's come boldly to the throne of grace. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. This is a picture of the Ark of the Covenant. God's throne of grace because our Lord's blood has been shed, shed on the mercy seat today. We can come boldly into His presence without any sense of inferiority or shame and receive His favor, His supply, His protection, and His help in our time of need. Just reach out to Jesus and He will reach for you. Just reach out to Jesus and He will reach for you. I forget the words, but I used to sing that song. I love all those hymns. And I, sometimes I, I just love listening to Jimmy Swaggart. He, he'll, now, he's an 84 years old man, can still sing. He sing like a, there's a river. And he sing like a, I got a mansion. I'll just over the hilltop. I just like me. I love listening to these people. They're anointed by God. Everyone have an issue. No one is perfect that walk in this earth. That's why we rely in the name of Jesus. Oh. <laughs> but I, that's what I, I said, Lord. That, uh, and I asked the Lord, I said, what a beautiful. And I, the Lord is speaking to me, son, I give you this anointing. Start singing. Start humming. Start preaching. And I said, oh, Lord, hallelujah. And he said here, since an inferiority and shame and receive his favor and supply, his protection and his help in our time of need. Jesus defined the fear of the Lord as the worship of the Lord in the wilderness temptation when Jesus responded to the devil by saying, Away with you, Satan. Depart from me. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 8 through 10. The only God that you shall worship. Only him. That's what God is thinking. He changed the fear of the Lord to worship him. And he said here, in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 13, he said it, which says, You shall fear the Lord your God and serve him. Our Lord substitute the word fear with the word worship. Study the word. The word interpret itself. You cannot make it. Let the Holy Spirit Spirit guide you and lead you when you read the word of God read it through, through the lens of the finished work of Jesus Christ read it through the grace of God that's why your faith will be committed because if you read it through the sin you're gonna when you hit the when you start reading the word 
from the from Genesis all the way to to Revelation, you will get confused. Because oh, I guess somebody asked me that. Oh, if you hit the if you if you hit an animal, make sure that you have to take it out and, and bury it or whatever. You know that's the law. And I said, brother, if we're gonna go through all of that. It's nice to read it. I said, I know not suggest not to read the whole Bible, but I'd rather for you to to let the Holy Spirit guide you and lead you. You know, it's nice to know about the genealogy, about you know who begot this, who begot that. It's nice. It's nice to do that. But God wants you to focus on the finished work of Jesus Christ. It's this new covenant. Hallelujah. That's so very strongly I will say to you. Jesus showing us how to accurately understand to the fear of the Lord in the new covenant. It has nothing to do with being afraid of the Lord. It has everything to do with coming into his presence. With boldness and worshiping him. Stop living in fear, brother and sister. Instead, follow our Lord holy like Caleb did and worship his wonderful name. Caleb, 84 years old. He said he was just like the day of Moses and Joshua. 84 years old. And he was like 40 years old. Supernatural. Give it to him. You know that we have that identity right now. That's what I look at myself in the mirror. They that wait upon the name of the Lord. I wait upon the name of the Lord. The Lord shall renew my strength. So mount my wings as eagle. I shall run and I'll be worried and walk and not faint. I am young. I am Hallelujah. I got to speak to the mirror. I'm not going to say. That's why in Isaiah 40 verse 31. You want to see yourself. That you look young all the time. You have to submit yourself to the word of God. Speak life unto that. Good morning good looking. Good morning beautiful. Hallelujah. Why I see. This is our song from God. Bathe. We have to speak what God speaks to our lives, what his word said. I am not going to be feeble. Uh, the Bible said when Israel, when the Jewish people come out from Egypt, from the, they were not feeble among them. The movie in Hollywood portrayed that they were in the wheelchair. They were in the, no, the Bible said they were not feeble among them. They were, they have silver and gold. They were rich when they came out. That's why, oh, I get excited. Man, this is, we have church this morning. Hallelujah. I'm going to continue this because I am running out of time. Said, I'm excited. God is good all the time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you, some of you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ. Watching around the world right now. All you have to do is receive. Repeat this prayer after me. Just say this. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Thank you. That you died for me at the cross at Calvary 2,000 years ago. Thank you that you are risen from the dead. I receive you now, my Lord and Savior. You speak that prayer. You, you speak that from your 
mouth, believe it, that you are born again. I believe with you. One or two touching anything in prayer. I believe with you. Receive and also receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to receive our communion this morning.